Welcome to another episode of the Blast From Cast From, the music history podcast that apparently also discusses other things not directly related to music. My name is Walter Kaup. I'm joined by Tom Dickenhauer. Mm. Why don't you wade in on this question? Those uh, those giant SUV type cars. <laughs> Come on. These were people who didn't get the seat they wanted on the bus, so they wanted to have their own bus to always get the best seat. Um, and that's what it's about. That's the only explanation. Otherwise, you know, driver... That, that sort of feel of, yeah, the bus, truck driver's excitement. High There's up. an excitement to that, perhaps. Yeah. In charge. I think that's what it is. It's a, it's a sadness that everyone need, needs Having that. Having to climb out of your car. Yeah. I mean, a real man drives a Corsa. That's all I'm going to say. What we're gathered here, uh, we this is now an annual... Meyer that we've seemed to have gotten ourselves into. I can't even remember how we did this. I don't think either of us. I think you um, tried to blame Jerry last time. Or was it his tried choice? To, it was. It was his choice last the the initial time. But um, we've just now taken. I've seemed to have taken this on board. WrestleMania, or Russellmania, or Rasselmania. I mean, the Russellmania is the the pronunciation of Vince McMahon, who is the son of the founder of what was the Worldwide Wrestling Federation um, and had been since the early 80s. The owner, proprietor, the story And now moustache wearer. (laughs) And now moustache wearer. Who, I mean, a lot has happened since the last WrestleMania, um, obviously in the various comings and goings of the wrestlers themselves, but uh, more importantly, the ownership and the heading up situation of what is now called World Wrestling Entertainment. So, since we last checked in with the WWE, Vince McMahon, in disgrace, sent packing. Um, Some convoluted situation in which um, legal clerks in his office were getting um, payoffs. Somebody wanted some suckies, and then they spent the buckies. But yeah, he was gone for ages. Um, And then, just before... We approach WrestleMania season. He just appears back on the scene. Um, apparently, he was able to just do that because he had the majority of the the share, the shares there. And again, the, I'm speaking on things that I have no idea how exactly these uh, these work. But he's, this is his company. He's entitled to come back from disgrace, continued disgrace, to then she, uh, shepherd the company to um, comprehensive review of strategic alternatives. What does that mean? Stop. <laughs> you know what this is like? It's the sort of drunk wedding guest you've managed to get away from, and you think, oh, great, we can enjoy our evening. And then you just hear them staggering back, and then you know it's all over. The night's ruined. Um, apparently, he he say, he said wrote a letter to them saying, I'm coming back. Um, and then the board of directors said, no, you're not. You're not coming back. Um, and they had a vote. And apparently what he was able to do was just remove the board members that voted against him and replace them with people... Who would vote for him? Again, I don't understand how that works. It doesn't seem right, but hey, that's what's happened. It's childish. But he's got a moustache and he's about 95, so I guess he can do what he wants. A strategic alternatives. The This was bizarre, non-human language speak for trying to sell the company, uh, which was, again, the non-wrestling, non, non-direct wrestling related storyline that was bubbling on in the background and actually came to fruition during this weekend. So they were throwing everything at this WrestleMania in order to make it sellable, I guess. Anyway, 
39 years <laughs> into this WrestleMania thing. Can you believe this? 30, we're at 39. Um, 40, imagine being that is, old. Imagine ooh, going imagine. on for that long. Imagine there's existing as your years <laughs> to count together to make up how long you've existed. That'd be terrible. WrestleMania goes Hollywood. Despite the tagline of WrestleMania Goes Hollywood, uh, this actually takes place in Inglewood, California, which I believe is about a 40-minute drive. So not quite Hollywood, but, you know, close enough. Perhaps there isn't a big stadium in Hollywood to be able to accommodate it, which begs the question, why not, why not call it WrestleMania Goes Inglewood? Is that not as catchy? I guess it's like um, Edinburgh Goes Glasgow. I don't know. Relatively similar distance. Um this was in the SoFi Stadium. I don't know what SoFi is. And Hollywood swinging the theme here for WrestleMania. Much better than what you would usually get from this kind of thing. I think it's a, it's a bit embarrassing that it was like, this is the official, and we'll find out later on, it isn't actually just the official song of WrestleMania. There's also another terrible song, which um, is also the, like they've snuck it in. This is also the theme of WrestleMania. I can't remember who it was, but it was an awful, awful song making me long for the start of the show where the, the actual theme pumped out. Again, two nights. Hours and Why? hours. Why? Hours of footage to watch. Two days. Uh, remember when this used to be three hours, this uh, this festival, of this mania of wrestling. Kevin Hart introducing the thing. I thought he was going to be the host. It turned out not to be the case. Um, after we got done with all the obligatory America the Beautiful and all that, um, the hosts apparently turned out to be Miz and Snoop Doggy Dog, quite the duo. Hmm. Uh, no, it was the the Miz who I recognise as a wrestler and some sort of old woman. <laughs> not to not to take shots. People at age. Guy, I'm not saying we should all if we get to fame and all that like stay at the limelight or go in a position where you're in a stadium full of people and they can see. It looks like you've just nipped out in your pajamas, and there's no way you can look that old. I mean, he's not. I mean, is it just a hard life on the road? Some would... people age um, in in different ways, I guess is the the polite way to put it. Um, at a different pace. Um, it, I mean, how long ago was? Well, how long was his debut album? That was there thirty years ago. Nonetheless, these two will... Well, I don't know how you host a wrestling event, but apparently these two are going to attempt it, and they will... John Hamm is one year older, and he looks incredible. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's 52, and Snoop Dogg's 51. Explain it. Anyway, let's get to the wrestling. The first one is Austin Theory uh, versus John Cena on the old comeback here. So, um, John Cena, returning. Tighten the body. What about the hair? <laughs> don't do this. But I, don't, I, I really don't like slagging off someone's uh, fight with it's nature. It's bad juju, isn't it? Because it you is. don't want that to come back yeah. to yourself. Hey, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up looking like Gollum the next day. Um, but being honest, if I had lots of money... There um, are styling things you can do. <sighs> even a shaved like? head, but... Like, this was... The, well, I can't even comment on the match. I don't even know what happened. It was just varying levels of leaning your head forward in different positions and getting people upset. Um, and that's all this match was for me, was a fear of my own mortality. <laughs> the stark reminder of the... What's, what's possible. Um, the ravages of age. <laughs> it was so upsetting. I don't mean to keep going on about it, but if I had money, I wouldn't drive a fancy car. I wouldn't have a massive house. I would just make sure I had the thickest, most luscious head of hair known to man. Make a wish. He wants one wish granted, and it's not happening. This was a 
sort of plodding old WWF style, like old, old, like talking 80s WWF style match. John Cena's, he, he makes suspensions of disbelief impossible with some of um, those punches and um, movements and things. Um, he didn't win. Um, Austin Theory, the younger one, the younger, the younger, the younger one, the younger one, one. I didn't want to say that. You know, you, you know, the younger. Austin Theory, the younger. Hey, we've maybe oh, there got we a go. little. Uh, we've got. We're going to manage this game. Name for him. We're gonna... <laughs> you stop me if my notes are incomplete. I don't know if you made notes yourself or remember particular things. Please, um, I'm just going to go on why. Why I recalled from the notes here, um, because it was it's a lot of content, and mm. you have to make notes here. Uh, but apparently this was a men's WrestleMania showcase uh, Fatal 4-Way mm. Tag Team Match, which... Wh- wh- um, whatever I that means. Just, just noted as a, a flippy tag match. Um, I don't recall what happened. There was a lot of where they kind of stand around and somebody no. flips on top of them. And Can yeah. I can I say, as a former wrestling fan, this is why I'm going to sound like an old man or an old... Uh, you know, I might as well shake my fist at the kids on my lawn kind of thing. Get out of here. But um, there was a moment in this match which actually reminded me of like the good old days and things that would wow the audience and actually got a, it, the best reaction from the match, which was the little guy, that shush guy, who just looks like a little Kurt Angle, basically did like a German suplex to that huge Braun Strowman guy, and it was like a rolling one, so he kind of was behind him. They both rolled. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And then he sort of rolled with him and then lifted him up, a man basically twice his size. And the whole crowd was like, oh, wow, and it was like there was a buzz. And they instantly ruined it with just some crap dive or some big showy flashy flippy thing. And I thought, that's where you've lost it. Because even the kind of dormant feelings of what people feel about wrestling was like awakened there. And then modern times just sort of slapped them back to reality, which is like, oh, no, no, flash, flash, flash. Snoop Dogg does an elbow drop. That's all you need. You know, here's some more content. It's like, oh, okay. Well, that's all I took away from it was there. It could have been impressive, but no one knows what's going on. It takes a long time to get all these people out. The entrances take up a lot of time here. Yeah, but they, they didn't even bother finishing, did they? That, <laughs> that big entrance. That is it. They sort of cut short some of the people halfway down the entrance because I guess they were pinched for time for four hours plus three hours. Those seats next to that entrance ramp, that like right alongside the edge of it, Who who? how much did they cost? Great view of someone's thigh as they walk past. Wow. So the street prophets who we remember from before, the cup guys, um, they won this uh what was it called? Showcase. The men's, men's showcase. WrestleMania <laughs> showcase, which I have no idea what that means. The next night, there's a women's WrestleMania showcase. So this must be a thing, which is a, ah, instead okay, of just calling it a showcase. fatal four-way. Yeah. I'm not going to say much more about this match. There were stupid setup things with that Viking Raiders thing and Valhalla lady posing for the camera and just really theatrical. And, and it's so, they kind of like some of it, but just, oh, God, it's things like this. I'm just like, oh. Just just wrestle, my goodness. But uh, we're only on match two. After oh, <laughs> well, hey, There's more despair to come. Um, mm. Next was uh, Seth freaking Rollins. Um, I'm having a bit of trouble with the grammar in his name. So it's Seth, get your air quotes ready, freaking Rollins. But there's no apostrophe on the freaking, as far as I can see, at least from what I'm looking at here. Um, that bothers me. Um, there are worse things um, about to come up in this match, perhaps. So this, yeah, Seth freaking Rollins versus uh, Logan Paul, who you remember from those terrible things. Um, <laughs> this 
I mean, the whole thing here, the, the, all the entrances gave me the... I was getting flashes to the movie Idiocracy. Um, yes. Starring dying Luke Wilson, uh, Mike Judge uh, movie. Just because... When, so when Seth freaking Rollins comes down the ring, there is this sort of chanting along part of his... Um, his sort of... I don't know. I can't even recall it. It's sort of... Oh. And they were taking shots of the crowd. And <laughs> it was not good. Um, they were just sort of mouths agape... Uh, this isn't. This isn't. This is getting very negative. But anyway, um, the, <laughs> the the shots of the crowd when that was happening was made me a bit sad. Um, and mm-hmm. then out comes Logan Paul with a giant can of his um, prime hydration drink. It's yeah. called. So this game no, this reminded me of the um, water sucks get, uh, drink. Yeah, uh, get, <laughs> get electrolytes. Yeah, Gatorade uh, electrolytes. Where it was. This is why it's like someone's playing at wrestling because obviously Logan Paul, the idea being, oh, look, he's being such a it's bad been, guy. Yeah, his brother been playing at boxing as well and succeeding <laughs> by the looks of it. Uh, yeah, disgrace in all yeah, combat sports yeah. across the board. Like, let's not go into how, I, I mean, I never thought I'd cheer for a low-level brother of a, a weird, um, terrifying family uh, just to beat some YouTuber, but that's what boxing's at now. But just the fact it's like, oh, he's taking out his big, mascot bottle of his prime energy drink that's i mean i'm not gonna say the name taking out the big bottle of his stupid energy drink and it's like oh look at that heel heater that bad guy. it's like no it's just hydration uh, drink well <laughs> sorry <laughs> hydration drink um there was no there was no indication that gives you any any energy whatsoever so it's just it water to give you, it's, it's, uh, that, that was the other Logan Paul's water. Um, there's something else that's, um, that doesn't cost, uh, whatever they were selling it for ridiculous amounts, 20, let me give you my filling after. food. Uh, <laughs> oh, what would be the equivalent of like a food that's anti hunger <laughs> blob? <laughs> I'd like that actually, uh, the blast from anti hunger blob, but that's what I mean. Though. It's just, let's get to work on this. Yeah. It's, it's just, just going to be porridge. It's going to be a box like structure of porridge. Um, <laughs> But that's what I mean, though. It's just like, it's it's played off like it's a, being a silly thing, but it's just a money grab and like that worked out deal and this weird, uncomfortable feeling of like him and his stupid mate and the crap drink and a really stupid showy WrestleMania match. And it's like, I mean, this is the thing. I, w- I want to be positive and say like he at least when he's in the ring, Logan Paul, he sort of respects the, the art of it. And, you know, he sells moves. He's got facial expressions, things like that. But it's just one of these matches. It was just like, okay, here's the next advert. And I mean, there's going to be more adverts that actually are advertising matches, but we'll get to that later on. Well, how did this match up as an athletic competition where the um, the can of juice um, assisted one of the competitors um, or attempted to assist one of the competitors and was foiled? Um, turns out it was KSI, who I've heard that name a lot. Um, I'm obviously too old to understand. Oh, we saw him on the Brits two years ago, didn't we? I mean, I know him from the stupid YouTube fight and him and Logan Paul think at a boxing match, and that's what fame is now. So his worst name's come up before, then, isn't it? We have yeah. discussed. I don't know what he did. I don't know what he did before. He had like a shoulder strap on one of the Brit Awards, or I thought he had an injured shoulder, but it was when that wifey, uh, the other lady, she fell off the stage or like fell on her knees on the stage, and then kicked that guy oh, off the stage. She was performing. That was a song with yeah. KSI, was it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, see, I've got a better memory. See, I mean, I'm not as old as some of these WrestleManias have been out here. You see. Okay, so I. Didn't know who won. I believe it was Seth freaking Rollins. Yes, I can yes. confirm that. He um, hydrated him to the finish. So yeah, KSI was revealed as the, the the can of juice, the can of hydration fluid, and tried to do something. There was a table involved anyway, and it, it, it went awry for Logan Paul, and he did not prevail. 
Um, next up, a six-woman tag for the nothing. Just six-woman tag team match <laughs> for the nothing. I mean, they can't all be for title belts, I suppose. But So here you had your Becky Lynch with Trish Stratus and Lita going against Damage Katara. <laughs> Trish Stratus' finger versus the rest of them. That, a lot of pointing. Uh, in the air, that was part of yeah, the entrance. That was her title. That's what she wanted us to know, that the, the only thing you have to worry about is being number one. I mean, the only thing I'm going to say about this match, if you'll call it that, is it, it made me think of kind of like a rushed three mothers getting a birthday party ready for some children. That's how they were moving. Not well, but, you know, in at least an order to get things Lita done. Lita in particular was uh, causing some issues again with the the suspension of disbelief um, see, like made John Cena look like a magician <laughs> um, there. This was, yeah, a lot, very, very difficult to watch. Quite a lot of walking in the background um, from the crowd as well, which indicated that we're, I don't know how long we were into the, I can't recall how long we were into the show here, but popcorn was needed. Refreshments were required during this match, which Trish Stratus, Lita and Becky Lynch won. Don't have a lot of notes on the next match. I th- it's difficult not to fall asleep late at night mm. when you're watching something <laughs> like this. Um, but the next match was father versus son, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. So the the recap of this was a bit of a hoot. There was some sort of falling out between father and son. He joined the son joins a cult, goads his dad by ripping his mask up and a bunch of other disrespectful things. And then finally, tells his mother to shut t- up. Yes, tells the mother and the sister to step out, and the and then tells the mother to shut up. And then that obviously discipline is required after that. Discipline in the form of a WrestleMania match. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, start to finish, I uh, I enjoyed this one. The uh, the ridiculous prison setup. The uh, the dominant guy. He's reminding me of an old heel from the, like back in the day, and I actually really liked it. The only thing that weirdly put me off this match was um, Rey Mysterio's weird helmet mask. Which I think you said it was like a, an, an a new mask. To, so they had yeah. um, the, the they've they've got the Hall of Fame round about these things, and um, the Great Muta was inducted into the Hall of Fame. I don't think ever wrestled it in WWF or WWE at any point. Correct me if I'm wrong, no. um, but inducted nonetheless. And he's got a funny sort of looking mask that looked like this. It could just be a huge coincidence, but. Um, they're both in the Hall of Fame now, Rey Mysterio and the Great Muta. Yeah, but the, the Great Muta's mask has a, like a look to it, whereas it just made Rey Mysterio's mask look like he was angry. I don't know if that was like because he couldn't be bothered emoting that he thought, I'll just put it all on the mask. I look like I'm an angry father to beat my son with a belt. So, yeah, yeah. Daddy was angry, beat him with a belt. Um, and So angry he was not going to give him any of his cinnamon crunch cereal or whatever it was. So that was <laughs> advertising this match. This was insane. There was basically cinnamon toast crunch, something or other, um, all about the place, right? Surrounding the ring with advertising. There was a giant cinnamon toast character out there at one point. So this was a sponsored match. This is the this is what happens now, is it? As ridiculous as in the middle of like a Marvel film, someone just holds up a can of Coke and goes, man, that's refreshing. Goodness me, this can of... Freshly opened Coca-Cola for a reasonable price is so thirst-quenching. You say like, that, I'm not convinced that hasn't happened. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe for, I mean, it, moment of the they, I mean, they did it in Wade's World, uh, but that was for laughs. But I don't think, surely no one's ever, I mean, there's product placement and people usually, you know, there'll be someone who's constantly drinking something and things like that. But no one's actually turned to the camera in the middle of a movie and gone, oh my goodness, do I love Lexus cars. They drive so well and smooth. Well, when we were reviewing Bad Boys um, the other day, there was a lot of, 
you know, product placement and that kind of thing. But if there's a lot of taking just, it to the max, is what you're saying. If it just, yeah, it, it taking it to the max. If in the the final scene there, you know, there's the, there's the Porsche. It just like there's a little border around the screen that says this scene is sponsored by Porsche. Yeah, that would be that would bring you out of the movie, would it not? Yes, it was very stupid. But that's modern wrestling, and and in a father son feud, I guess they were what were they bringing up breakfast time. Memories, or what was the subtle hint message? Or I'm not just that sh- stupid? entirely sure what the connection was here. Um, I don't think anyone had mentioned um, cinnamon toast crunch in the in the lead up to this. What I guess should have been the main event, but was not. Was up next was um, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair for the unfortunately titled SmackDown Women's Championship. Why not just the Women's Championship? Why not the refreshing Coca Cola Championship? So Rhea Ripley suffering from the Martin Crane hair dye thing. It looked like there was <laughs> lots of drippies um, around her head. So this was, yeah, this was probably the, of the both nights, this was the most um, athletic competition-like uh, thing that went on through the seven hours, um, seven hours plus of action, seven to eight hours of action. Uh, very rough and tough and um, nose is getting smashed in. Um, how about that? How about that suplex? Yeah, there was a point in this match where I don't know what the, it was miscommunication or what, but... Um, so, uh, yeah, just to try and attempt to describe this, the uh, suplex, a German suplex was attempted, which is where you grab the opponent by the waist and try and flip them over your head and they ordinarily land on their back or flat of their face. This was attempted and Charlotte Flair... Uh, landed like a, a folding a, chair. Uh, sort of a like baby a falling out of the bath. <laughs> Um, elbows and knees and face, most importantly, first, nose first into the mat. So, yeah. Or, or like if you try to get up after having pins and needles in both legs, that's how she landed. I mean, that's toughing out as well and in, in front of a crowd, but that skewer on her nose, that, that, that scratch uh, did not look pleasant and uh, it, it definitely informed a nippy uh, finish to this contest. And the finish was that Rhea Ripley won uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship. Next was the hosts coming out. This was boring, <laughs> was it not? I, yeah, I, I, for I whatever um, unblessed reason, I was not asleep. Um, I was awake for this. <laughs> this was um, the coffee. <laughs> this was the coffee that was had. The, so Miz came out and then was surprised by Pat McAfee, who uh, has commentated on this before, I think potentially the previous year. If I remember correctly, oh no, he competed last year, didn't he? Against uh, yeah, he fought a, a human potato. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I, uh, Pat, yeah, Please. Pat McAfee won um, this impromptu match made by Snoop Dogg. Whether that goes in the official record books or not, I don't know. Because could could Snoop Dogg just come to my house and make a match, and would yes. that be recorded in WWE? Yes. The answer could, to all these that. questions are yes. <laughs> So the the main event of this uh, two night, this night one of a two night extravaganza, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn defeated the Usos, Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso. Uh, I don't know wh- how many of those names are uh, legitimate names. Um, I suspect none. Uh, but tag match main event build up to this was the very long running storyline. Yeah, how would you summarize this from the video? Uh, some guy wanted to be part of a family as like a surrogate brother, and then they didn't. Some of them didn't want him to be, and for some reason, the the, the leader of the family wanted to like 
This is Half Roman right. Reigns oh, is, the, yeah. is the leader of the bloodline, which is well, the, apparently people have been loving it. But um, yeah, it's just uh, so I guess as a beginning, a middle, and an end, kind of. But does it? Just, well, we'll get well, we'll oh, get to God. that. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, like this, the surrogate brother that got scorned because they didn't trust him because he tried to beat up his other friend. He was getting bad by this family. I don't know. I don't know. Yes, it was very complicated, and the in the end of this. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn won the undisputed tag team championships. And that's your night one. Some terrible, some excellent, and some noteworthy. Ready to move on to night two? Please. This is the Sunday, so you've you've had four hours of mostly entrances and fanfare. Actually, of the four hours, how much was actually wrestling here? So you got 24, half an hour, 40 minutes... An hour and a half of wrestling <laughs> from a four-hour show. Wow. Wow. Gosh. That's insane. It felt that's, like it. So that's less I mean, than 50%. That, less that than was 50% actually is actually wrestling in the ring. I mean, those are, yeah, those entrances <sighs> take up a lot of time. So more, um, some wrestling uh, for <laughs> night two, which kicks off with Brock Lesnar uh, versus Omos. Am I pronouncing that correctly? No. Is that a made-up name? Does that name exist in the world? Name um, Omos meaning. What does Omos stand for? A shoulder is what it means. Hmm. So good old shoulder was here. A minor prophet of the 8th century. Anyway, Omos. Seven foot three. Immobile, largely. Hmm. uh, Who loves to hug. Just lots of hugging here. It was, it was, this was the really daylight feeling match. Um, yeah. The, the opening sort of match. Yeah, it's, I never it's liked still these. daylight. Inconsequential, not much happened. Uh, hug Brock Lesnar, former MMA UFC champion, hugged for five minutes and won somehow. <laughs> Anything else Beautiful. about this? Nope. It was just, yeah. Gosh. Not off to a good start on night two, um, given that we're likely going to have another f- up to four hours uh, to go. But hey. Some of the best, some of the best stuff <laughs> happens on this night. All right, okay, we'll get um, to it. The next was a, a cluster. Um, it was the this was the women's WrestleMania showcase. Hmm. Huh? Hmm. <laughs> what do the you crowd, want from me? The, the crowd did not care about this. I mean, if you were uh, to iota. if you were to do a sound sample of indifference, this would have been the best time in the history of mankind to tape it. This was just the most indifferent a crowd could have been. It wasn't I, even like polite. It wasn't even polite like, oh, yeah, let's just react because we're not going to be horrible. But my goodness. My thought about this was, do you know, you don't have to make this eight hours. You know, you don't have to make this two nights if this is in there. You know, you're watching people be bad at their job. Um, yeah. That's how I felt watching this. Greed. It's This is just the representation of a company's greed for no reason other than be like, well, we'd get more advertising out of a second night. Why wouldn't we do it? And it's like, okay, do you care about the audience? No, but they'll watch. So we're all to blame. This match was us being blamed. I'm guessing at 8 minutes and 25 seconds, the, the entrances were longer. God, was that how long it was? Yeah. Oh. It felt longer. Um, in the end, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler prevailed. Okay, do I need to, do you want me to list the rest of the people that were in it? No. So Mike's Harder Lemonade uh, sponsored the next <laughs> match. We've got another sponsor here. Two two guys who are in the match are having a little hilarious back and forth banter about this hard lemonade that's sponsoring, oh, whatever, okay, whatever, I'm the cool guy now. Gunther, 
versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship, which is hideously ugly. Mm. This used to be I'm quite just, a nice looking belt in the nineties. Do you remember this? I'm, uh, I'm just glad Gunther got over his crush on Rachel to uh, to be in this match. Gunther, 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 search. Gunther Central Perk um, prevailed yeah. uh, in this match. He he retained yeah. the ugly Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Um, lots of chopping um, of mm. chests here. Um, lots of Mike's harder lemonade, which is alcohol. Is that I didn't. I mean, obviously the rules are I different can, in, in America, yeah. but um, that would be a, a no-no here, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a weird one. Um, the people liked this. The crowd were into these three people. But um, that's, As that's, was Titus O'Neil, who was very <laughs> excited on commentary. I don't know if he was just not being told. Um, just to pipe down. Pipe yeah, down and uh, pipe down and fall under the ring. <laughs> but like, but what I mean is, like, I didn't mind this match because it did remind me of kind of old school. You know, the big, the big horse match or whatever. Similar to that suplex thing from the night one, where it was like, oh, just an, like a good moment where it's like, that's some wrestling, and people actually reacted. But that's what I mean. It felt like a kind of a false hope moment, and that's why I didn't appreciate it, because it's like you're surrounded by hard cider and cinnamon crunch and all sorts. How can I take anything with any kind of enjoyment? Because this is not designed to be enjoyable. This is designed to advertise a bunch of things, and the more see-through it gets, the more... Uh, the more see-through it gets, the more I look through it. The next um, match was for the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca <laughs> Belair versus Asuka. Fine, wasn't it? It was all right. A passable match. It weren't, didn't upset me. The, it was... Yeah, it wasn't... wasn't um, it, it maintained the suspension of disbelief somewhat, but despite the, I... the huge hair and spitting yeah. mist stuff. Bianca Belair won that. Um, Listen, we, we need to get to the next segment, which is the main event, basically. So, um, <laughs> obviously, we talked about Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte was the best thing from night one and potentially both nights. But, hey, the best thing from this night was coming up here. Not the main event, literally, but the main event in our hearts, certainly. Um, <laughs> another segment between the hosts, The Miz and Snoop Dogg, continuing to host even mm. even despite the disagreement from the night before. Just just a terrible segment. Move on quickly. Get to the good stuff, all right? <laughs> so at some point, Shane McMahon, the son of the um, the shepherd of strategic alternatives, came out um, very red, very turgid-looking. Knackered-looking. Here comes the money. <laughs> he looked like he was quite tired by the time he got to the end of the ring. A lot of dancing, um, moving about. Apparently solid. Um, the Miz was terif- as terrified of him as he was of Pat McAfee the night before. <laughs> well, you take it from here. What? What? How did this? How did events unfold from here? Let's look at it like this. So, uh, Shane McMahon, after having ran and jumped about to the ring, got on the mic to briefly say, "Great reaction to me, guys. Thank you so much for reacting to me that good. Sweating all over the place." And there was a kind of awkward exchange where either somebody jumped the queue, which was Snoop Dogg trying to like arrange this match. And so Shane McMahon decided to start doing his terrible, terrible, terrible punches. You know, boom, 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 hitting the Miz, you know, getting those good right hands in. It's a little bit of, <laughs> there's a little bit of a scuffle in the corner. And then Shane McMahon sets up for a good little transition spot, which is he throws Miz to the ropes and he dives up in the air for a sort of split leg, David Lee Roth style. And as he comes down, he crumples <laughs> into a heap like old laundry and tries to get up as the commentators couldn't have timed it better saying he's was it he's back or he's still got it or something like that and, and then he falls into the Miz and he's blown his quad we find it later but the Miz like a 
a child that doesn't know what to do sort of has an angry face (laughs) circles the ring like he's in an MMA match like what's next Um, it was an incredible visual and I was humbled that I wanted to uh, even attempt to fast forward this I would have missed the greatest moment in Wrestlemania history a man (laughs) physically embarrassing himself How does this rate against uh, his dad's um, Stone Cold Stunner taking from the previous year? Oh, holy. I thought you were going to say his Royal Rumble moment where he blew out both his knees and just had to sit in the <laughs> ring and, and angrily deliver a message. But no, the Stone Cold Stunner from last year was like embarrassing um, because it was just like, oh, you shouldn't be in there. Um, but this is embarrassing in the sense that like, like he almost visually, he almost put it into words like, yes, I should be here. Jump. <laughs> His body went, no. That's the only thing I can think of. It was such arrogance being brought down to reality so, so fast. Right, right back down to earth, quite literally. So I t- this obviously was not the plan. Um, what, what unfolded after this was Snoop Dogg, he, he didn't know what to do either. And then said, what was he saying? <laughs> he just was, he was like, you're gonna, he was like, you going to do that to my man? Or are you going to do my man like that? It's like, the Miz almost needed to be like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I avoided a guy collapsing in a heap, just getting blamed. And then he just gets struck by this guy. He's like struck by Snoop Dogg. Um. <laughs> Who, to be fair, as ridiculous as the crumbling 50-plus-year-old guy in a heap, thinking he's an athlete, Snoop Dogg did actually do quite well and to kind of make something out of this. I don't know if it was his idea or if someone did it on the fly or somebody got in his ear, but the, the little segment that happened after this was passable. It was enough to kind of, you know, sweep it under the rug and, and move on to the next thing. But my goodness, that was a, a hot, hot neck. Imagine that times a thousand. Worth the, um, the price of admission. Yes. Do you think, you think it's worth yeah. uh, Anybody that's listening that hasn't seen WrestleMania 39, um, whatever avenue you need to see. I mean, start it, to, it might start be a, to finish. Don't just watch the un- clip. Watch it's it from... unlikely to be a clip on the WWE officials. I don't know. There might be a clip out there of um, what occurred here. Yeah. If you Definitely. can get the segment, like literally from when Shaving Man comes out, don't just do the, the botch. Watch it from start to finish. So you get the kind of the fake glee. Oh, it's great to be here. And then the crumble. You don't like to laugh at somebody being injured unless they're an entitled uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, millionaire. millionaire son. Yeah. Pretend to beat up my dad's employees but yeah be like the like a, a sort of a network executive like a, a music even a, like a, a music company saying like oh, i should be singing on stage with britney because i i also have talent and i take everything back i said about john cena all right from that high to the hell in a cell which is the next thing Ugh. edge not the edge but edge uh, versus the demon no this was um, the edge from you two Hey, the one thing I did enjoy was Edge comes out to South of Heaven by mm. Slayer. Slayer at WrestleMania. To hear. Yeah, exactly, at WrestleMania. Um, wearing a disco ball skull. Yeah, way to ruin it. <laughs> and this is, this, is a, yeah, this is a grudge match between these two people, and uh, it has to take place in Hell in a Cell, but color-coordinated weapons underneath the ring. Yeah, color-coordinated tables, uh, those candlesticks. So either... The Finn Balor guy who, after buying his wonderful hat and painting himself up, went into the shops, um, took all the sticks, painted them, and then placed them under the ring, hoping they'd still be there for his match. Or That would someone, be worth filming and yeah, watching that unfold. That at least makes sense, whereas in the context of this show, the set... Do you know what I mean? Like This is, this is where you can actually break it down to people who don't quite understand wrestling. If this is a play or a movie or a show... 
What's the logic of that thing's happening, that there's suddenly some color-coordinated sticks to match the outfits of the people in the match? What's the physics? Like, it's not like Gandalf magic. What's the logic? And you see why we have problems with things like this, where it doesn't make any sense. But this would be an argument where no one could... <laughs> no one could be, like, on the other end of this going, well, you know, it's just because it's funny wrestling, there's purple sticks. You're like, no, but why would they be there? Who put them there? The people that did the show. It's like, well, what are we watching then? Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It doesn't make sense that so they were color coordinated to the the Finn Balor guy his his outfit, weren't they? But it was Edge who wanted to have this hell in a cell. I didn't quite understand why they needed to have this type of match. But um, anyway, I, this I this match can be summed, summed up in two things. Okay, ridiculous Slayer was at WrestleMania. Edge threw a ladder at the guy's head, and then uh, he won. That's it. Edge defeated the demon um, and presumably put to bed this this disagreement that they've had. And then the actual main event of the whole thing, uh, Roman Reigns, who has reigned as undisputed WWE Universal Champion for 900 and something days, they were saying. That's long. That's one of the longest reigns in history. Uh, no pun intended. And he is fighting Cody Rhodes, who is the son of Dusty Rhodes, for those who remember. Yeah, 34 minutes, slow, lengthy, uh, really drawn out um, match between these two. Yeah, I think it's, this is the kind of, I mean, the opposite of last year, basically. Uh, this is a quite long and uh, plodding match because that's what, like, they almost like, like the unexplainable, why is something suddenly popular? Oh, it's because of, you know, people really like the talky bits, so... They basically made everything talky. And like we're seeing, there's like, what was it, an hour and a half of actual wrestling on a wrestling show. This is more of a kind of emote and do the slow plodding and do all the other stuff um, because that's what people are really loving on the television show. But it's like, well, go off and have a, an actual Days of Our Lives like drama show if this is what you want. Don't have a little bit of the thing it's about and then call yourself like wrestling. It's just, this is the why people don't watch it anymore. Well, I assume people don't watch it anymore, but I mean, not the numbers that used to watch back in the day when we were fans, but my goodness, this is like, I mean, the end of it was quite exciting, but then obviously we saw where that went and once they got a little bit sped up, but still, hmm, how did that turn out? Surprising ending here. I, 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 I was going to win, but uh, did not. Yeah, this that's what I'm saying. Like continued. It doesn't make any sense. I dipped into the storyline. I saw like a little bit of what's been happening, and, and I'll I, even you what, I, <laughs> just in the in the lead up to this, I watched the. There's you can watch on the a free free plug here, uh, the My Five Channel Five app, an hour condensed version of both oh. Raw and SmackDown, which I was able to catch up on in the background. So I was some somewhat up on what was happening. So yeah, I I'd fully expected I'd fully expect a win from Cody Rhodes here, but even like. My barely keeping in touch with it, and I think we watched it like with family members, and even they were like, "Oh, it's a bit strange that that guy didn't win." Because even in the logic of how it should have ended, it was just it was like, "What? So what's what's next?" It's like there's like a big climactic scene in a movie. I think the, the fact that the, the, this it's, ended it's so fast. This is the. Oh. the I think the, do they not treat this as the end of their their sort of year? Um, it's just stupid, and I think just yeah, what an odd, what an odd finish to a what would have been a big. Happy show, whereas now 
I've got no interest in watching wrestling again, like having been a, a lapsed fan and any casual viewers that maybe just watch WrestleMania every year, what, what good feeling are they going to be to tune in the next year's? Do you know what I mean? There's, where's the logic in doing this rather than like, oh, for a good storyline for the next one? It's like, no, you, you don't have anything positive for the next storyline. You're stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. So the crowd was a bit flat at the end here. Last year was quite good. The, the, the year before was hilariously bad, and we're, we're back to hilariously bad here. Um, we did ask last year. We asked this every year. We're going to do this again. What do you think? Yeah, I said no last year. Yeah, here I am. I'm like being punished for having no <laughs> having uh, no interest in doing it. It seems to be, uh, well, let's do it again because it's a new year. Like, I, yeah, I don't want to. I, I mean, this is the thing, though. The next one's 40, and I guess we have to if we do it again next year because obviously it's a big one, but. Maybe get Jerry back in, explain himself. During this weekend, the sale took place. WWE was sold partially to the company that owns the Ultimate Fighting Championship. So they will be under the same umbrella. Uh, do you think they could swap? Do you think uh, crossover. WWE should, <laughs> uh, there should be more crossover? Maybe because I haven't watched UFC for quite a few years. I haven't mm. had that much interest. I think Conor McGregor is probably the same for a lot of people. I don't know, actually. I don't know how popular it remains, but Conor McGregor was the last interesting person. They used to, in the 2000s, have quite a few um, interesting personalities um, in there. Or they, yeah, because they, they got... They to have a, like a, a, mixed, a mixed salad, a mix of lots of different interesting people, but I, I, I haven't really paid attention, so I couldn't say who's interesting now. Although having said, yeah, the, the suggestion was going to be that WWE injects a bit of interest into UFC, but I don't, I think maybe... It's probably, probably the other to, way around. It needs to in, inject a bit of interest into WWE as well, because it was quite um, flat. It was a bit, mm. it wasn't like the... Unless we're going to see some Pride-style New Japan crossovers where there's uh, the Miz in, in a UFC fight or John Cena trying his hand at the heavyweight category. Uh, I'm not really interested in this crossover at all. And definitely don't be seeing any UFC guys in a wrestling event. And that's that's your WrestleMania 39. Um, not uh, it, I wouldn't call it WrestleMania. I would call it Entrance Mania, or um, Advert Mania. Uh, advert Mania, yes, uh, commercial advertising mania. Mm-hmm. Um, in this extravaganza, there's two nights. There's no need for it to be two nights, is there? This is it. They're stuck in it now. They can't not do two nights. The die has been cast. Uh, what would yeah. I'm not going to count through the how much actual wrestling happened in the three and a half hours or whatever it was in night two, but I'm assuming it was similar to night one. Snoop Dogg, our <laughs> musician, shared <laughs> our tenuous link, our tenuous link um, to the music industry, um, an ageless, wonderful figurehead for and representative for the music industry in in this. When he took off his glasses, it was quite upsetting, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just he just looked knackered. Hey, he probably looked like I looked um, after <laughs> watching this uh, two nights. <laughs> there you go, WrestleMania. So we may make a comeback next year. <laughs> we may not. This might be. The we last may leapfrog and crumble in a pile. But you don't have to wait till then. Um, I don't think uh, for the, <laughs> the next episode of the Blast Broadcast. From sometimes it could be up in the air. Uh, but we hope you will be able to join us. Uh, very soon for another episode. Thank you. Aretha Franklin!